0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. We are recording on July thirteenth, this Thursday evening. Melo still has not been traded; he's still a Nick. Uh, but we uh, we're going to cover everything else that's going on in the NBA, including summer league and some more free agency stuff. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host PJ.
1: PJ. What's happening?
0: Well, it's, it hasn't been as wild of a last you know week, week and a half. Um, than the, between our previous couple podcasts, but, you know, stuff like you, like we were talking before we started recording, it's, uh, underrated amount of things are still going on, uh, especially today, uh, Low Paul George, numbers. a lot of Paul George and stuff that went on when he was, uh, when he was still being shopped around by the Pacers and very interesting. And we should, we should start with that because, uh, apparently the, the Pacers, and I think that this is revealed by Paul George on his podcast with Woj today,
1: right? Did you have a chance to listen to it? No, I just saw Woj tweet. I don't listen to a competitor's podcast. Oh, of course. Well, um, and you shouldn't either. You should listen to it after you're done listening to this pod. Well, I, I say I haven't listened to it, but yeah, it sounds, a uh, company man. of course I'm loyal.
0: Uh, it sounds like the Pacers were trying to shop Paul George for Klay Thompson, which, you know, uh, seems... I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I think it's re- I think the Warriors were right to not take that trade. But on the other hand, it would have been fun to see uh, Paul George and Kevin Durant on the same team together, because not to mention the other two superstars they've got. It's, I, it would have been fun just
1: to see. I oh, would have felt
0: would have felt bad for Clay.
1: Well, I, I'm sure. Here's the thing: if you had presented that trade to the Warriors prior to Clay Thompson going to China, I would say, yeah, maybe you consider it. But post Summer of China, Clay is impossible. He is LeBron. Better be careful. Summer of China, Clay is knocking on the door of the third or f- greatest player of all time.
0: Well. I think he's going to come back rejuvenated and better than ever
1: next season. Summer of China Clay is one of my favorite. Like, Yannis, yeah, so sell- I know you're listening. You're still number one, but like, if something, yeah, like, if I had to pick a second, it would be Summer of China Clay.
0: So don't spend too much time explaining, you know, videos over a podcast because I don't think anyone enjoys that too much. That's but, how we're like, promoting all these some, podcasts. I'm That's sure some people. I'm That's sure. What promoting of all. Hey, if you
1: if you haven't been listening lately, go back listen to those episodes. Go find the tweets. Go find it. You'll catch up on all of it. There's another one we still have to do, which might be my favorite. I'm not gonna, say it. You're not you're gonna say it. If you're listening to this, you saw it. So I guess I could say it, right? If they're listening to this, they may have seen it.
0: Yeah, well, at least like it's
1: logical. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of Clay. He's arm wrestling this girl, and then she tickles him. And then he lets her beat him.
0: Yeah, it's just too many things that's happening right now with him. I have them all there. saved
1: on my phone. It's it's whenever I'm like down, uh, I have a little need a little pickup. I just play one of those and I just kind of giggle and go on a day.
0: It's I forget all the time that the shoes that he's wearing are Sucky. The company. Well, the the company that sponsors him from China, and it's. I, I, I guess I think that he's another, you know, big-name guy, but no, he's just he's just doing China stuff and sp- eating weird smoke things and attempting 360 dunks, and he's having a hell of a summer, man. He was jet-lagged. That
1: one, he was legit jet-lagged. He, like, just came off the plane, and they went ahead and had him do that. But um, summer-inclined China clay uh, made me... Uh, I'd almost buy those crappy-looking shoes just because of how awesome everything else has been around it.
0: Um, but, uh, so I, I do want to hit on some other free agency stuff, too. So uh, Otto Porter is officially, going back to Wiz, they matched today. I don't think it was much of a shock to anyone that they decided to match just because, what like, what are your options if you let him walk? 'cause after Beal and assuming John Wall signs an extension, which is a big question mark at this point, and I personally don't think he's going to. I think so if John Wall isn't signed this extension, he's gone, right? Like he's not going to resign with them the next year. I really don't think he's well, going to Well the
1: early conspiracy theories are that the LeBron, John Wall to LA. Right, which which makes sense. Although
0: how this is all going to work. I know that they're going to have a ton of cap space, but these guys are going to have to take serious pay cuts to make this work. Because Paul George is going to be trying to go over there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll figure it out. If LeBron's willing to take, like, $20 million or less. We'll see.
1: I mean, I, I like, the whole L.A. Th- theory. So, I'll, I'll be, we'll be real for a sec. Like, all of this, like, theory and like, all LeBron and, like, Paul George, like, yeah, it just, to me, I'm I'm kind of just at the point where, like, I don't really want to, like, think about it. I'm not going to try to figure it out because, to me, it just seems like there's a lot of – it's just, like, a really easy, you know, thing to, to talk about right now. And, and the fact is they still have, like, Luol Deng's crazy contract and they signed Jordan Clark. I mean, yeah, they got a lot of things. Like, they can't just, like, do this. Like, it's not like they – like the doors open already and it's just yeah there's all these players and you know i just don't I, I just it seems like too easy just to be like oh everyone's gonna be in la
0: yeah people have been throwing out free agents going to la for a couple off seasons now since the lakers have been bad and it, they haven't gotten anybody really
1: no i mean but and they really shouldn't have been but um I mean, they spent money last year, they probably shouldn't, didn't need to either. I,
0: Well, especially when LaMarcus Aldridge was a free agent, that was the big offseason where it's like they're going to try to make a run for LaMarcus, and
1: Lakers' star power should Yeah I mean to get him you know, to come there. I love Luol but then, Deng, but you shouldn't have given him that much money. Shout no, out to him for I, getting that money. Yeah, shout out to him. Um,
0: I, I think they're going to be able to find someone to shed that.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's... But that's a lot of cap space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be... They're going to have to give up some asset, you know, something. I mean, it's just, like, what else goes along with that? Um, I don't Maybe know. Maybe Jul- Julius Randle this season, if they're Right, that's, well. like, something. I mean, there's 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 options, and I think that's just, like, it's... Like, to me, that seems so far from now, and it truly is, because, like... It is so much dope shit, but it's—I mean—it's it, going to be so very annoying to hear about it all year because I—it's I, already starting now, and I, I just—I don't see how we just don't hear about it the rest of the fucking year. And we, as this podcast, may try our best to resist all of it unless something—an actual transaction or two—happens.
0: Well, let's talk about something that actually happened in Los Angeles, which. Is them signing Contavius Caldwell Pope to a one year eighteen million dollar deal, which nice. I like. Yeah. I thought it made sense for both sides. It gives dude. It's the JJ it Reddick
1: sign. It's the same type of thing. Like the Lakers may not have their
0: pick next year anyway, but I, I believe they keep it. I forget. I forget what happens in order for them to keep their pick. But they, uh, you know, they they might actually be good based off how is playing you know it all kind of depends on his and Brandon Ingram's development and if Brooke Lopez can keep playing well and stay healthy like they the West is so good they really don't have much of a shot at making the playoffs but like they could be sneaky good they could win
1: 35 games I think yeah I I think yeah they're like I could see 35 or so I mean but that's like a lot of nice things are going to happen cuz i you know when you look at the west it's well
0: that's assuming KCP comes in and plays like close to the rumored max guy that people were hyping him up as when it turned out that there just wasn't a, an offer long term out there for him
1: yeah and i mean i like this i mean honestly um it's kind of like funny because like, i'm a huge fan of the jj signing i think that made sense for both sides like for these teams that um have that much cap space and they're kind of I middle, mean, like do short-term one two-year deal you know, something that i but it's not gonna something that's not gonna obviously screw you over in the long term um
0: see and this is now we're kind of circling back to this king's conversation that we had last week too because yeah. i agree with you The the short term is great Zach Randolph's contracts,
1: all right, you know, two years, but but I, those guys signing, but, but they have a three-year window with those, but you know, but that's the thing, like that goes back to it. It's just like you look at the window of when their guys are gonna, like their young guys are gonna start coming up. Like Buddy Heels gonna be the first one, really. I guess Willie Cauley Stein be one of them, but like maybe you don't want, well, you know, by that time you'll assess Willie Cauley Stein. Um, I oh, know Willie was. Was he last year's draft or two years ago? Two years ago. So, yeah, he's got two more years. So, they just picked up his op. He came out the same year as Cat. So, last year was his second season. Oh, in the end. shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, see, they'll have enough room for him. I mean, they're, they'll be able to get sign him. But it's like those other yeah, dudes, like if Buddy I, pans I, out, like,
0: I guess what my point out of that was, I I agree that I just I love what the Sixers did because they're going to be, they were really only ten ish teams with legit cap space this season. Next season's going to be even less. Yeah, and the Sixers are going to have a ton of it. Like I mean, they're going to have a tough decision on their hands with Embiid coming up, and uh, I'm not sure when Covington's contract. They're gonna have to think about paying him, and he'll get some money too. But they're they're gonna have a lot of money to, that they could throw around to try to make a run at a big name guy. And with their young core, if you can get if you can get one or two really solid uh, free agents in there, you know they're a force to be. They could be the future of the East. You know, depending on what happens
1: with the with the Cavs yeah. and LeBron and and all that. So Yo, I we're we gonna get in. We got some other things first before we do that, right? Before we dive into the Cavs stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, no, let's dive into it, man.
1: Oh. You don't want to do Summer League first? Oh, we can do Summer League first if you want. Yeah, let's talk about the Summer League. Let's talk about your guy, uh, Jordan Bell. Yo. Yeah, $3.5 million has not been doing much for the Bulls in Summer League. Um Jordan Bell's stats have definitely been exceeding uh, 3.5 million dollar cap cap exception, um, so we're we're really looking at 3.5 million dollar cap exception and wondering, you know, how that's gonna work out because he uh, Jordan Bell's had some nice little little moments here. I was trying to pull up his. I thought we were gonna go Lonzo Ballin free balling first, but. Yeah, I mean, he's put up some nice numbers. He's looked better than anyone on the Bulls' uh, summer league team that I've seen. So, that's a big morale booster. Um, oh, so, we should, quick
0: tangent, Laurie Markkanen and, uh, what, Denzel Valentine combining for 2 oh. of 25 from the field the
1: other night? Yo, uh, so, yeah, that was the first game. Yeah. Um, Laurie played all right. He had some nice plays in their second game. I wasn't, like, terribly upset. Like, he had a couple times, like, he had some nice plays around the rim and and stuff like that. So I wasn't – but that first game, yeah, I didn't watch the first game. And then, like, I was looking on Twitter during it all, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch this first game because um, it's summertime, and I don't need that kind of sad shit in my (laughs) head. I just didn't want to be sad that day. Uh, but, yeah, Lori marketing and Noah Good on the shooting that first time. But, you know, it's mainly the, – the one thing I confirmed, though, is that, yeah, campaign sucks. And, like, that's probably the worst part is that in Summer League, of all things, like, you don't want to see your young dudes, like, sucking in Summer League. Like, they just have to look adequate, and it's like, whatever. Like they're middle summer, like they've got stuff to work on. But when you're seeing your dudes like suck in summer league and they're supposed to be like contending for your starting point guard spot, like that's real tough. And him and him and Chris Don, yeah, I didn't get a look at Chris Don, he had to leave for uh, family reason, had family matters, campaign had family matter <laughs> problems or something. So I don't really know but I gotta give a little love to Denzel. Like he he did all right. Like he probably ran the point the best of anyone <laughs> on the Bulls and like moving the offense. But I kind of think that's like his role more. It's like he should be a dude that's running the shit.
0: Yeah, he's one he's one guy in the Bulls I still have pretty high hopes for. I hope I liked him a lot at Michigan State. Like, so he's like, not gonna he's not gonna be it a super he's not gonna be an all-star in the nba but he could he could be a really good role player a guy that just about any team would want um that's what i think anyway but anyway back to jordan bell i agree he's uh he's looked great uh the bulls decision to sell him off isn't looking very good at this point
1: yeah we just need we need a 3.5 million dollar cap exception to get in the weight room get some more shots up and really uh make the most of his uh, his time with the Bulls
0: and you know he's he's going to be an interesting guy to see how what the Warriors are going to do with him what they expect of him because now they have Zaza coming back JaVale McGee is still I don't know what's going on with him but uh, Jordan Bell a lot of people think that he's going to get a lot of run at center and he does he's 6'8 moves really well good hands Great shot blocker, obviously, uh, and I just I it's gonna be scary to see if if he if this ends up translating well to the big leagues. It's scary stuff, man. Like he's he plays defense. He does. He's not nearly as versatile. No, not as good as Draymond. Draymond's defense player of the year. Like that's an obvious statement. But he is the same type. of of guy that's you could switch on a lot of stuff. He can uh good shot blocker. Super athletic.
1: And uh, uh yeah, my, uh, something that would been nice to see around on a Bulls uniform, but uh yo, well, I think
0: I think a lot of teams are going to put him in pick and roll situations and I could see him struggling
1: there. Yeah. I, yeah, man, I was really hoping your Doppelganger was going to like break out and be the darling of the Chicago Bulls Summer League. Yeah, Ryan uh, Archidiacano
0: is—he's <laughs> missed um, a lot of shots to this to this day. Is uh, I mean, I got a lot of love for that guy. Uh, but yeah, you see him every day in the mirror.
1: Yeah, he's great. Um, God, I forgot about that. That's funny. Uh, I I did a bad job of like I was gonna send like screenshots or like Snapchats to you or something. Just be like, oh fuck, Ultra, you missed another fucking wide open shot. Way to go. Oh, Denzel gave you a really nice pass in the corner, and you blew it. He's more of a distributor. He's not a not exactly. Didn't, a much the, didn't get a ball in his hand that much. Um,
0: let's uh, yeah let's let's talk on let's talk about Lonzo a little bit. You know, we've talked about some other guys in, in summer league that have looked really good. Everyone like got hurt. Markel Fultz had a really good start and got a little banged up. He's looking like he should be okay by uh, beginning of the season, and then. Um, Dude. Jason Tatum so, so time is continuing real, to look well. well time out real up? quick.
1: So you're you're all up in arms about this the King stuff. Like they're gonna have like only forty five million dollars in salary in twenty nineteen twenty twenty with in Georgetown Hill for eighteen mil. But that's it. Won't be that case though. I mean, they're gonna have to pay. Yeah, but I'm saying they have like that's what they're starting, guys. and that's with like the options of anyone. Like they got Costa Costa for eight mil, and they got Garrett Temple for eight mil. Like those dudes are, they both have player options, but then they're done in that. So, but
0: they're they're gonna have a few draft picks between now and then.
1: They're not gonna they're not
0: they're not gonna want that nineteen million dollar figure on their cap. It's eighteen. Mark my words. It goes
1: down. It goes down, dude. Okay, eighteen. Mark
0: my words. Year three of that contract, they're just gonna be trying to get rid
1: of. That. Yo, their only young guy that they will have that's up is Willie Cauley. In in that year, they'll have everyone else. So suck on that, and that's 40, you're not you're with you're all not gonna the,
0: get me to admit that that's a
1: good contract for George Hill. That ain't happening for the Kings. It was. Yo, nope. if Darren Fox becomes a fucking. All star, and it's all because of George Hill. It doesn't matter how much it was to get him there. It's a good investment. Tell you what, I, I will concede that if he becomes
0: an all star, then kudos to George Hill. Worth <laughs> kudos, worth man. Getting. All right. Uh, anyway, so back to Lonzo Ball. Lots of stuff going on with him in his game last night. You know, he comes out in the first his first summer league game does not play very well something like one of or two of 15 shooting five points five assists uh comes back with a triple double 11 11 11 and then last night um has a pretty average first half you know flirting with a triple double at halftime and then explodes in the second half for 31 points 11 assists and eight rebounds uh step-back threes, finishing, dishing the ball, crazy outlet pass uh, in the first half that was, I mean, like, Kevin Love-esque. Uh, he just looked really good. And he did all this with Nikes on his feet, which is the yeah. most interesting
1: part, in my opinion. Oh, is it? I uh, I think it's pretty funny. Did you... Did So I watched the first one, his debut thing. Uh, LeVar proved that kind of what my theory was, that he was just going to kind of start to slide back into the background a little bit. It was pretty tame, except when they uh, asked him, like, oh, so who was your prediction for Rookie of the Year series? Oh, we already got the trophy in our house. They already gave him the trophy for him. Uh, But I thought it was kind of bogus, like people just, like, shitting on Lonzo after that first game. Like, he played pretty well. He just shot bad, and, like, I was pretty okay with him taking all those shots like and trying to shoot through it and whatever but you know last two games he's looked really good and i mean so i mean the thing with summer league though like what i was saying like you don't want to see your players suck but like if they're good you're like all right that's fine like you can't like i don't think make any huge predictions out of it or like like, yep that was the right pick like this dude's gonna be whatever but it's just like a nice like check off as far as all right you know, it, it's always, I think, encouraging F, especially if it's your top two, your, the second pick overall and he's on your team. You see him playing well and, like, dominating, being the best player on the court. Like, you're like, all right, that's fine. I You can't make take much more of it out of that because he's playing against, you know, end-of-bench dudes and other rookies and, and some second-year dudes all still developing. So, um But, yeah, people that are like, oh, see, he's a fail, like, a waste after his first summer league game, too. Like, those people should just go away and not say anything because, like, Duke can ball a little bit. He makes some passes. Like, not doing anything in the last two games that he wasn't doing at UCLA, in my opinion. Well, his ability to just – I thought his
0: ability to score last night was – was very impressive. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last night was, um, but yo, yeah, that's true. But his his passes, like his his vision, that's more been
0: nothing. Yeah, nothing that you haven't seen. Um, but yeah, I, with both, we've kind of seen both ends of the spectrum with him now over three games, as we saw him play terrible and couldn't hit a thing to looking like you know, an all NBA type of guy, but you know, this is it's the competition that you gotta keep in mind here. So when he's gonna be going up against um, when he's gonna be going up against point guards in the Western Conference, it's gonna be tougher. You got some really good defenders and he's gonna have to exert a lot more energy on the defensive end to really keep up. So um,
1: no,
0: that's you know, it's looking great. I mean if you're the Lakers, you're feeling really good about your number two
1: selection right now. And I always thought that he was the guy and then KC, the KCP thing, like, that's what I like the most is that putting, like, a shoot, like, what should be or just a, a knockdown shooter for you, like, that's going to be nice for him in his first year. And, in, like, I'm not a huge
0: KCP guy, but you're right. I mean, he can he can knock down threes, and he's a, he can defend pretty well. Yeah. So that's really going to help Lonzo. Um, I, so I agree with that. i that's a really good point. Uh, but he, he looked great. Uh lonzo uh it was nice to see him bounce back and like for I mean his lavar is truly a character no doubt but he's not an idiot like lonzo and how he plays the game he's just he looks the he just looks different out there like he after the after that first game he's really slowed down really in control his has shown some explosiveness like he had a dunk in the lane and when he had a triple double it's just kind of like He gets compared to, like, all right, maybe he's, like, a a rich man's Ricky Rubio or, like, he can try to be like a
1: J-Kid, but, no, he's more athletic than that. J-Kid was pretty athletic. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. Dude, I I like the the J-Kid stuff's nice. I think that's, like, a – Yeah, I'm
0: not saying that's a bad comparison. I'm just saying I do think that he's a little little more shifty, a little – I think he's going to get to the line in his career a lot more than J-Kid did. Um,
1: yeah. But, you know, he probably won't have as good of a shot as J-Kid did. No, dude, J-Kid's shot was broke as, like, forever. It took him... Oh, I know, but he, he ended his career. Like, he was a knocked-down three-point shooter by the time he was all set Yeah, that's though. what I'm saying. Like, if, if Lonzo ends up with J Kidd trajectory, like, that's pretty nice. Hey, yeah, absolutely. I think everyone um, would take that.
0: Let's, uh, so summer league when does do you know when the vegas summer league ends i think it's this weekend
1: yeah i mean they're in the tournament right now of it um it goes through the 17th okay all um, right yep so through the through
0: monday bulls, or something but. bulls
1: are not going to be defend will not have the opportunity to continue to defend their summer league title so that's yeah, too bad
0: the i would like to have seen officially you... a failure would have liked to have seen you uh, getting another summer league championship T-shirt. Let's uh, let's move on to some uh, bigger NBA landscape type of stuff um, because uh, the the Cavs still do not have a GM, and I'd like to talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah, so, I was going
1: to do a couple other little little tidbits. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was on Twitter. Well, I all right, it hit, hit, hit Uh, Jonathan t- Simmons got his uh, rights. Uh, the Spurs made him an unrestricted free agent today. Uh, what do you so think about that? I was kind of surprised they did that.
0: Uh, I was very surprised they did that. I thought that he was coming back as a spur. There's no doubt.
1: Yeah, I did too. So that was um, so that was quite the the move. It didn't seem like very Spursy, but um. So he's unrestricted. It doesn't seem like he's gonna be back on the Spurs. Um, and this is the note I was gonna to say to lead us to the Cavs not having a GM, but the the Knicks now do. And you got they got the sure Kings, do. Uh, Scott Perry is uh presently come to an agreement with to be the King the Knicks next GM. So and hopefully he's there just in time to trade Mello, um, which would be great for all if you yeah, that were to occur but a team that doesn't have one as you were saying ultra yeah the Cavs. uh
0: calves ain't doing so good um so the report that came out was that they uh dan gilbert threw a bit of a low ball offer towards uh chauncey billups which is a primary reason why he's playing in the big three tournament and not as uh Resuming or taking over the GM duties for the Cavs. Now trying
1: to trade for Melo,
0: which is, I just don't like. What are you doing, Dan? Like you've now, it's now been almost a month. Like you've gone all of NBA free agency, went the draft, and you don't have a GM. It's just, it's, it's embarrassing. And you're this is a team that made the finals last year. It's baffling that this is happening. So. Like, wouldn't it make more sense? Why not just name LeBron the GM? Like, I that's what I would or name do. yourself because I think that's really what he wants to do. Yeah, name yourself. Uh, do something, but have someone in a position of power so that you can go after free agents and try to make some moves on your team instead of going and paying Kyle Korver seven, eight million dollars a year for three years. Come on, I mean, you don't even know what LeBron's doing. It's just very, very interesting and uh doesn't doesn't uh shed very good light on Dan Gilbert, that's for sure.
1: No, I think that dude is oh man. If you are this active, like you would think if you if LeBron James left once, like you would be doing everything in your power not to have him leave again. Which I kinda think he was at first, but it's like LeBron got me a championship, like I'm good. I don't even give a good fuck anymore. Um, but yo, this is a something, and like yo, like so, LeBron was at the the Lakers. Something he was checking out Lonzo too. That's the other thing. So you can add that to your L.A. rumor mill, you L.A. rumor peoples. Well, and he also provided uh, a
0: bit. You know, take what you want of it, but he did provide. He went in on the Nike.
1: Shoe yeah, wearing
0: know. and uh Instagram a picture of Lonzo wearing the shoes with Just Do It, clearly trying to. I mean, there's not a lot to read between the lines of that. It's just like trying to get the dude to come over to Nike, which uh, it, it's crazy. Like if I, I was actually I've, we didn't really address that too much. I can't believe that he's wearing Nikes. Really can't believe. It. Like you're trying to build a brand and you wear a competing. Because his brand, shoes like aren't ready yet did that but that's speculation right that hasn't come out no
1: i thought the for sure the shoes aren't like they're still waiting for the shoes to be released like he's got to get his he got to get his purchase order in and stuff like
0: no for, he when? he wore he wore
1: uh he wore them in the first two summer league games though oh did he yeah oh cuz he'd worn nike's like at his tryout and like some other stuff so i thought he was just rocking um, no, he wore he wore the ZO2s.
0: I know in the first game. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> anyway, it's just a uh, a little peculiar. That's all. Um, but yeah, LeBron. Uh, I wasn't uh, wasn't expecting LeBron to weigh in on that. And it's uh, I know he also was also taking some pictures with Ben Simmons yesterday. Um. Dude's just making making the rounds with the young guys,
1: which, hey, good for him. Just see who he wants to play with next.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then um, one other big thing I want to talk to you about that kind of was announced, I, th- I believe, today, the uh, the NBA is moving the trade deadline. Uh, pretty Yeah, a couple deadline, of rules right? changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so their trade deadline... This year was on February 23rd, which is four days after All-Star Weekend. And in 2018, it'll be on February 8th, which is 10 days before the All-Star Game. Um, So you won't be seeing... You likely will not be... Well, yeah, you definitely will not be seeing any trades going into All-Star Weekend. Um, I think it makes it... I like it. I like it, too. Uh, As much... like. The trade deadline's fun no matter what, just because of all the rumors that are going on, and usually at least one semi-to-major thing happens, but I think happening earlier, teams are going to be more inclined to make deals because the guys that they acquire, they have another couple weeks with them, as opposed to really just getting them for the last couple weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, that's the... That's what I like. Yeah, I just like it more time with the the current teams. Um, I think that's a an important thing. And, yeah, I just didn't like – I mean, that's the only thing about the boogie thing. Plus, like, where the All-Star game fell, it's, like, over half the years, like, o- of the season's almost done by that point. So you're like, man, I don't know. Uh, you don't really feel like the impact is as much. And, like, I think if you move it up, like, teams are going to have to – make decisions a little sooner and like it could actually impact some playoff runs and, and whatnot sooner. So I'm all for it. I liked it. What, uh, what the other rule
0: out- changes did you want to talk about?
1: Well, just, they changed the timeouts. They got rid of like the second and third or second and fourth quarter one timeouts and they reduced halftime a little. So in an effort to, uh, make the, uh, kind of the game go by a little faster, speed it up, because, you know, all those gosh darn avocado toast-eating millennials can't pay attention to things as long as they used to. So, um, I think they just, like, we're kind of smart with some of that, that stuff. Um, yeah, less timeouts for the coaches. So, See,
0: and I like, I like yeah. speeding up the game, but giving the
1: players less rest, I'm not sure... If I'm really a fan of it. Yo, So, I guess, well, I saw this. I don't know if you saw this, but Tibbs, I guess, David Aldridge was saying he, like, asked him about the new rule changes and, like, not having the timeouts, like, what was his thoughts? And Tibbs' first thing was like, oh, well, aren't, aren't they going to be losing money? Like, isn't that, like, going to cut back on revenue? <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, what? Like, Tibbs, you didn't want that extra timeout to yell at your players some more, bro? Which maybe he was just like. No, I didn't see that. He's changed. He's changed, man. He's like, oh, what about the, what, what about what, how they make up of the revenue? Like, oh, you're president of basketball ops for two years, and look at what you've, how you've changed, Tom. Tom never would care about revenue in Chicago.
0: Yeah, he well, you know, um, I, I could talk a lot about uh, about Tibbs because he's he's a. I've learned in the one year he's he's been with the T Wolves, he's kind of a scary guy to have a <laughs> have, uh, leading your team for in a lot of ways um i just i'm not sure how i feel about all all the like bringing like i love taj but i'm not she's just not the guy that they necessarily needed and um that but that that quote that quote is pretty funny and uh, i'm like Jamal Crawford's not the best player in the world, but I'm can't. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited to see him in a Timberwolves uniform. So, um, gosh,
1: what a ridiculous guy. Anyway, what are the other rule changes that? Uh, so it was just the timeouts, the trade deadline. Uh, just yeah, basically like the big takeaways. Like they're trying to speed up the game experience, kind of take away from people that say the last like end of the halves drag on a little bit too long. Um, right, it's kind of reducing some of that. So, have you talked? Nothing, nothing I groundbreaking.
0: I don't think we've talked about this, but are you in favor of the NBA reducing the number of games for regular season? Oh yeah, dude, I would. be I yeah. am too. What do you think? What do you think is a good number, though? I'm thinking like around 70 games. I think would be good.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd be good at like 72, 70, whatever.
0: I think you're cutting down on
1: a ton of back-to-backs if yeah. you do that. I mean, I'd be, I'd also be cool if they did that, and then they filled it with something different. But, um, I don't know. I'd be in favor of a seventy-game season, and then a longer break
0: in the middle of it. That instead of an All-Star game, you get uh, a tournament of some kind. I'd like to see it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I would like it if they did something like a. Yeah, Longer All-Star did, like, something weird. I don't know. It was – uh, I don't know what you replace it with that makes sense, like, because you do want to try to maybe give the players a little bit more of a rest time, but um, I just don't know how they'll ever do that. Like, it's – especially with these contracts and, like, with the TV deals now, like, there's no way. Do you know what I'd actually like to see? I'd like to see
0: going into the All-Star break, the team that is the worst record in the NBA – has to pick five guys to represent them and go against the winner of the Big Three tournament <laughs> or the Big Three league. Because did you see Steven Jackson said that? Those Catino too, yeah. That's your yeah, least. saying that uh, a team. Well, I don't know what the they exact said, quote they was. said.
1: They said the top ten dudes from the summer league could beat the top ten dudes from the top ten dudes from the Big Three could beat the top ten dudes in the summer league, and I think that was kind of. The only re- the only thing I could say is like there's some dudes that like um like aren't retired they just kind of got phased out of the league so you maybe have some of those dudes that could do something but I don't think there's like ten of them like Katino mm-hmm. Mobley and Stephen Jackson probably not but yeah. yeah there's probably some younger dude like like Kwame's I know not I'd li- like
0: I know Kwame. I'd watch it i know i would definitely watch oh, it if yeah, that I would went watch down all of
1: it yo i i gotta say big three stuff one disappointing thing i have is like why are they, don't they have that like on every friday and saturday night too like just do the replays every week weekend night so i have like something to watch at the bars it's <laughs> like yeah and i'm like just like hanging out and like i don't really care i just want like something meaningless like you're I need that sick of like, on watching loop baseball or, like, like, on demand. I need that on loop or on sick demand. Sick of watching baseball replays. Well, no, I like. I mean, I like watching baseball. I like. I'll watch it, but like, I don't need to watch like baseball tonight. I don't want to watch baseball highlights. Right. I'd rather watch big three. I feel ya. I wish I had well, DVR to solve this issue.
0: See, I'm. I, uh, may or may not have some big three, uh... You... What a privileged life, you lead, Ultra. Hey, man, you're you're a big boy. You can pony up for some DVR.
1: It's just talk not, to the, it's not how talk Comcast... To the, not how Comcast got it worked out for us, so...
0: Mm, that's It is what it is. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully the mellow trade goes down the next few days and we can, uh... We'll definitely cover that in our next podcast. But um,
1: Yep, I hope so. Hopefully he's a rocket man.
0: Hey, and there's there's actually there's plenty plenty of free agency dominoes still up to fall. Um, you know, now that Simmons is on the market, Nerland Snowell still hasn't been signed. So we see Jamichael Green's out there. Like we'll have plenty to talk about and we'll definitely be doing a podcast here soon. But uh, as always, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, check us out at ThePointForwardNBA.com. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, and tweeted at us at ThePointForwardNBA on Twitter. Um, PJ, Ultra. going to uh, pitchfork this weekend, right? I am gonna be
1: getting my fest on. Have you uh, figured out what NBA jerseys you're gonna wear yet? So I'm not gonna wear any NBA jerseys. What uh, I've got. No, I I got something better. I found a couple of really dope t-shirts that I bought. One of them is a Rasheed Wallace pretty ridiculous shirt that I think I'm going to wear tomorrow. Um, And then I bought a Fed shirt. So shout out to my third favorite team, the 76ers. (laughs) Um, Nice,
0: dude. Well, uh, that's uh, that's going against the grain for you, but... I'm sure you'll get some compliments nonetheless. Yeah,
1: I might wear a jersey one day. I got to also see the weather. I didn't really scout out the weather reports yet. So, I mean, if it's going to be balls hot, I might bring – I might – you know what? I might pack an NBA jersey with me just in case. You know, maybe I run into a burning building and save some children and I need a quick change. So I have to put on, like, a Ron Artest Indiana <laughs> Pacers jersey well are you going to be drunk because that's typically when you wear that jersey yo ultra i mean i would say that some adult beverages might be consumed right but But you're responsible a responsible young professional so you're responsible
0: yeah you you drink as much as one should drink in in those types of situations but uh on that note let's close (laughs) up shop uh have a good week everyone